You even classify him as a rapper. Yeah, Drake's a rapper. I mean, he's he's a singer, but like he's, I mean, he's. It's like he sings to me. Bodied by a singing person. Three, two, (laughs) one, action. What's up, guys? It is Deke and Greg. We are not going to talk about the draft anymore. Yay for casual listening. Uh, we have to tone it down just a little bit. We're, we're going to try. We, we got some good topics to talk about no, today. No. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot in the sports world going on that I really like right uh-huh. now. It's such a good time to be a sports fan. Yeah, I feel like just because we were already talking about it before we started the podcast we should might as well just segue into it the the drake yeah and that's kendrick why we perkins so it is in the intro here the drake <laughs> and kendrick perkins issue for anybody that doesn't know drake obviously the six toronto he's affiliated with the raptors in a sense i think he's what they're called their brand ambassador yeah i think is his formal title oh, yeah he he has done so much for that organization just from being associated with them it's incredible yep. um so anyways he sits courtside at every home raptors game and just always has um basically <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, who is, what's his position? I would assume it would be assistant coach. Is it? Okay, I didn't know if he was a coach or a personnel. I I would say assistant coach because there's no way he's still under contract. Yeah, so Kendrick, no, 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 he's not. I knew he was something like that. But Kendrick Perkins was basically, back in the day, him and Serge Ibaka were on the Oklahoma City Thunder together when Durant, Westbrook, and Harden were on that team. That would have been such a great dynasty if they kept all of them together. Yeah, probably one of the greatest teams that that never did anything. Oh, they went to a championship, but they didn't win it. But anyway, so um, Kendrick Perkins now works for um, the Celtics, I guess. No, no, no. In this this case, it would be the Cavs. It would be the Cavs. Oh, the Cavs. Wow, I'm going crazy. (laughs) I was like, freaking, freaking. Um, So he works for the Cavs, which is fine. Makes sense. Um, so they were chirping back and forth, him and, um, Serge Ibaka, who was back on the team with Kendrick Perkins, and Drake stepped in, made it a big deal, um, did Drake things, and the uh, NBA basically, well, they, they got, like, into each other's face, and then Kendrick walked away, and they basically, um... Drake got asked <laughs> not to swear anymore, yeah. and that's when I said, you know, you're going to ask a rapper not to swear. Uh, I, I thought it was funny, dude. Oh, the irony in that is so great. It's so funny, <laughs> but I, I just, Drake's awesome. I mean, he's Drake. It's not, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a big deal. I mean, it, it's not because I mean, you well, know, he, if anything, I'm oh, sorry. Keep you keep going because I have a thought and I need to get to. No, no. If, if anything, I mean, it, it is good publicity to an extent, but at the same time, though, what. What we have to forget is that while Drake is a super fan and he's done so much Tell me what for... we have to remember. What? <laughs> you said what we have to forget. Did I say what we have to forget? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I need a drink more. What we have to forget here, mm. folks, is but, that Drake okay. sings okay, and raps. The... He's, he's a singer who sounds like he raps. I'd say he's an artist. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but just, yeah, to make it simpler. <laughs> say artist. Better. Okay, so um, we have to remember is that Drake is still a fan in this case, and then no matter how much he's done for the Raptors, and no matter how much he's expanded their brand and kind of made them, you know, a signature thing. I'm not saying anything about Drake like helping to build the Raptors team wise. No, I mean, yeah. that's Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady were together. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That made the Raptors. That cool. is true. That's what made the Raptors. But uh, he's definitely had influence in um, making them cool to jerseys, OVO jerseys. Oh God, yeah. Um, but we have to remember he's a fan. 
You almost and, said it again. Yeah, and every single... you have to forget. Yeah, did I know. Did you catch that? I did okay, catch yeah, it, thank yeah, God. Yeah. I thought <laughs> you did, but I wasn't sure if you... Yeah. <laughs> no, I caught myself almost immediately. Cool. But remember, he's a fan. Mm-hmm. Every NBA... Every fan who comes to an NBA game is subject to their code well, of conduct and honestly, policy. So even if... No matter if you sit at courtside or whatever, you, you have to maintain a, a level a level head. He's some form of an employee. But, like, that's even worse in my mind. Yeah, you know what like that is. Like, he's some kind of brand ambassador type of uh, role. Um, but anyways, like, long story short, he got knocked at a concert. I forget who the free agent was, but he it was basically for shouting out a free agent on stage at a concert, and they called it tampering. Really? Yeah, I forget who it was. But then that. there's also, like, he's obsessed with Kentucky basketball. And, like, Drake just, um, you know, man, you've, you've never lost. So, yeah. Undefeated, never lost. I would, but, fi- like, I would find that more kind of... Iffy if the Raptors had a Kentucky player on their team right now, but I know they don't. So no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm that's not gonna, true. I'm not gonna just, like... That's very... Oh, it was Kevin Durant. Mm. Uh, NBA fines Raptors 25K for Drake's Durant pitch in 2014. There's such like a... It's such a gray area with that too because, yeah, you forget... Magic gets knocked all the time. Oh, that's yeah. true. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Anytime oh. you mention someone's name out of the context of... Like a certain time frame, or you're like, oh man, he'd be great here. Oh, we'd have so much fun. You know, him and I'll go to lunch. That's tampering. He definitely got it. He definitely got fined like 50k a while back for something like that. I can't remember what yeah. the actual story is, but I know what you're thinking of. Um, it just kind of sucks because I feel like as popular as Drake is, Drake sometimes forgets that he has responsibilities as like that ambassador role that he still has the mindset of a fan. And at the time, though, he just went at an assistant coach on another team, and all the NBA did was ask him to not swear. Like, that's, that's pretty big. That's yeah. pretty big. That says a lot that I don't know if it's that the NBA just kind of realizes, okay, we can't ban this guy in particular because, you know, he's just so... Oh, yeah. He's too, he's too much of a cultural impact for us, and he's made a franchise, you know, so much more popular with him alone that I feel like we can't really, like... Well, I'd say he's easily the most calm, like, uh, influential human on the planet right now. Is he the most famous fan in the NBA right now? Um... Right now, yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you, every team has their like person, right? right. Like, the most, the most, the two most common ones throughout history that I've always known were Jack Nicholson with yep, the Lakers. That's what I was going to bring up, and Spike Lee with the yep. Knicks. So a lot of people are thinking that Drake is becoming Spike Lee now. Where and it, it almost happened with Jay Z in Brooklyn if Brooklyn was good. True, <laughs> true, and, and, and Jay Z doesn't Jay Z doesn't own a percentage of them anymore. I'm pretty no, sure. No, but it, like yeah. it's funny because for a while people thought Spike Lee owned the Knicks. For a while, people <laughs> like people think Drake owns the the Raptors right now, and like I, I get it, cultural differences and whatnot. But you know, Jack just sits in his chair and he's a fan. He's right. not a psychopath. But also, Jack didn't. I don't think he won. Like I think Drake, if given the opportunity, would own the Raptors. I think Spike Lee would do the same with the Knicks. Like I think that given the opportunity, they would do that. I don't think Jack would. No. Um, Jay Z, I think he would if the team was good. And I don't think he really wants to invest that much money to make them good. He was a big proponent in them coming to Brooklyn, though. Yeah. You can, oh, he you helped with the Barclays that. Center, and they did the Watch the Throne concert there. Oh, yeah. Um, he, huge. He, he really helped bring the Nets there. Would and, you say Mark Cuban? I mean, he's an owner. He's an owner, but... Hear but me out. I mean, would you just, I mean, would you call him a fan? I would. Now, it's the demographic of... He's also the owner, but that dude is a fan of basketball, and I wish, I wish, and it doesn't have to be the Mavericks. If anyone would ever start a basketball team in Pittsburgh, it'd be him. I would hope. Oh, I I agree. I think watching him at courtside would be fun because he has that Pittsburgh oh, attitude so that we awesome. love. I think he would be great. And 
<laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. He's probably the only owner that's ever been fined by David Stern. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, except for um, the guy that owned the Clippers. Well, that's different. <laughs> oh, that was Adam Silver, too. That was Adam, yeah, that was Adam Silver, and that was Adam Silver being the best commissioner in all pro oh, sports. So, so awesome. yeah, let's... I love Adam. Yeah, we're, we're going to like say this a lot on this podcast moving forward, but Adam Silver is definitely the best commissioner in all sports. And it's, he's great. I mean, so like for anybody that doesn't know Adam Silver, he's the commissioner of the NBA. And when you look at the sports and their commissioners, like I, I really, I think he's a piece of shit, but I think Goodell gets a tough rap. Because you're basically in a lose-lose battle. Yeah. Like, you really are. Like, okay, I love the Roonies, but they are in the business of making money and bodily sacrifices. Like, what they did today, so anybody that didn't know, Ryan Shazier got his entire $8.06 million contract in a signing bonus, and that is the most, like, pure human, we love you thing that has ever happened in the NFL. Oh, no. But how? how, How's Like, and, and that's kind of sad. Like... This man may never walk again to the point of it looks normal. Mm-hmm. And and it's not like a knock against the Steelers, but how sad is it in the sport when, oh, when you give him his money that he's due. Okay. Also, weird fact, or not weird fact, weird question. Isn't it kind of a salary cap loophole to convert your entire salary to a signing bonus? Well, technically. Was this a specific case? Technically, but the only issue is that it's also the last year of his contract. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, they moved his entire salary to a signing bonus so that when he signed it, Ryan Shazier, as of this morning, now has $8 million, his entire paycheck, and I'm sure he'll divvy that out. Right. And the Steelers said, and, and I believe they will, take care of him for the rest of his life. That I think it 100% but, happening. But he gets, he gets the bonus now, and then I think the rest of the way moving forward, he'll make, like, the league minimum during the year. Yes, which is fine, but, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's just... I think I I understand where your mindset is because the Steelers are known to do that with their bonuses and that's to create more cap space for them right now, but then divvy it up down the road. Well, I guess it's it's two different different conversations, right? It's different in this case because Shazier, this is the last year of his contract, so he was due for it anyway. The only difference is that they're giving it to him right now. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. But okay, so then let me go back to my original thought before (laughs) I bring this up again, which is oh no, I mean first off, don't get me wrong, like they're like I've had this conversation with with my dad before that like the Roonies were. Like, as great as the Roonies are and what they've done for Pittsburgh in general, in the end, they are in the business of making money. That's kind of why you don't see them ever go out to spend money on big a- big free yeah, agents. Yeah. They, they they live and die by the, by the belief that the best way to win is to draft from within, keep your costs low, give them big extensions when they deserve it, and then let them retire a stealer. Which I love. I do. I'll, I'll put I, that out there. I, I love that too, but it's a double-edged sword almost yes, because it it's like it's like you love seeing guys that you draft and develop turn into something. I would but it's love also to see our like, third wide receiver this year be Anquan Bolden. Now, no one's knocking at his door, but hear me out. My point is that would never, ever, 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 ever be an option. No, because they don't do that. You know, like and and maybe you know, if Dez wasn't a shithead human, I would like his skill set on the Steelers as a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. They don't want that, and I'm saying. Without his personality, yeah, they're just not going to pay him what he is. You know what I mean? By the way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing this up. I know we weren't going to talk about it, but when we we did, we talked about this in the last podcast. About first off, you were upset that we didn't get Christian Kirk. They went to Arizona, but James Washington. I mean, yeah, no, I'm excited about him. Um, and I I am putting a thought back into the commissioner topic, but I you're right. 
James Washington, for anybody that's a Steelers fan, is exciting this year, and there will be a ton of jerseys for him. He's a second-round wide receiver. Yeah. You know what happened last year with their second-round wide receiver. Yeah. Round, excuse me, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, Both of them are very similar in their playing style, but personality-wise, they're different. Like, Juju is like I one of the Washington's more like Bryant. What, private? No, 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 uh, playing style. Playing oh, playing style. style. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's undersized, but yeah, he's got he's got quickness, and he's yeah. all the stories that I read about him, I love about how he like grew up on a farm and stuff, and yep. he just like he got his for he got his degree in like agro business or something. Yeah, we got our guy. Is, that is, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm very happy. not going to cause any headaches whatsoever. He's just going to come to work and do his job, yep. and I love it. Um, but anyway, so back to the commissioner thing. Mm-hmm. Goodell is we basically... We go off on tangents a lot, so sorry well, about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, my big thing is Goodell balances a line, and last year you saw it with the Jerry Jones thing, where he's supposed to protect the intent of the owners while perceiving that the league cares about its employees. Right. The NFL as a whole does not... Uh, they don't care that NFL players' brains get turned too much. And that is a really cynical and sad way to look at things. It is, but it's true. Um, no, in the end, the NFL is a business when you think about it. And, and technically, just... technically, the commissioner is essentially an employee of the owners. Yes, in a, in a way. So yes. I mean, if the owners see that something is going in the incorrect way, clearly the commissioner is going to be the scapegoat in this case. So yeah, yeah no, I understand completely. So he's he's one hundred percent. Now there's times he's been wrong. They're just F, you know. Oh, that, you can't even count the number of times. But he's been the wrong. point is like him. Um, I mean, I, I don't know too much about hockey, but I feel like Batman, like these more hardcore contact sports where like, if I showed a picture of the most famous, like if I showed the average NFL fan, a picture of, um, Amari Cooper, uh, Jarvis Landry, Carlos Hyde, um, you know, like some guys that aren't big like if i showed you a picture of antonio brown you're gonna know antonio brown right if i show you a picture of doug baldwin i i, I probably could because i recognize the you face. could yeah but like and and fantasies had a big impact on it but the average nfl fan can't and so that it doesn't make them human if that makes sense and I'm, I'm not trying to get on a tangent but my whole point is like these contact sports the commissioning position is there's no winning Mm-hmm. And that's why basketball has Adam Silver, who is by far, if Adam Silver was in any other sport, would still be a better commissioner than anyone there because he's a great human. Right. He has the best position in sports. Yeah. Because Steph Curry's face is shown every second mm-hmm. of every game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people might not know who certain quarterbacks look like or defensive linemen. Like right. Joe Thomas. I guarantee almost no one knows what Joe Thomas looks like in the street except for the fact that he's huge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, I, I just think that Adam Silver was put in the perfect situation at the perfect time to be amazing and he succeeded and I just love it. I also think that when it comes to like football and hockey there's more of a desire to keep the integrity of the game intact than yeah. there is for like yes. you know branching off and players. Baseball. The integrity of the game of baseball there is no reason Derek Jeter should have the Marlins. There isn't. He did not have the money to get them. Mm-hmm. He didn't meet with Giancarlo Stanton two months after getting like there's just so many reasons and one when interviewed on it, basically the commissioner was just like, well, I have a summer house down there. I know what they think. <laughs> it's like, dude, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. You have a summer? Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, just admit oh that you did this because it's Jeter and it looks cool. It does. He's not going to spend any money. No. Like, no. 
I, that's the thing about baseball too. We can we're just gonna get off into another tangent about that about yeah. how certain baseball well, teams keeping the league the same. But at the same, but at the same time though, you can't argue the fact with baseball it is more player driven than anything. Because I mean, there are marketable and recognizable names. I mean, not compared to like during the McGuire and Sosa years when that stuff like blew up like oh, crazy. Yeah, but at the same time, there are recognizable faces that anyone could probably see and yep. realize oh hey that's who and that's a star Kutch, Kutch. Bryce Harper Bryce uh, Harper's a very good one Trout for me I Trout. love Mike Trout John Carlos Stanton Carlos Stanton yeah Judge yeah. because he's so Aaron huge. Judge <laughs> I could probably yeah uh another one that I'll bring up because this will segue us out of this horrific conversation <laughs> Ichiro Suzuki. Suzuki oh my god Ichiro has not officially and and I was wrong um breaking the story today technically he has not officially retired from baseball. This is just like last week with Jason Witten. Yeah. Such bullshit. So Ichiro Suzuki, um, he made his career at the, the Mariners. Yes, Mariners, um, Mariners. And wow, was he? He's unbelievable. He's like the greatest. I think he's one of the best baseball players ever. He had the greatest. Now, he had the greatest bunning stance I think I've ever seen in my life. It was the slap bun. I love it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. So it was one of the most weirdest things I ever saw, but it worked. It was the drag bun, essentially. The drag bun. Um, So I have a question. What? If Ichiro Suzuki would have um, started his career or come over sooner, would he have beaten the hit record? I'm trying to, like, and, and yeah, we could add up the stats and blah, blah, blah. Do you think, because Greg knows baseball, I just enjoy baseball as a friend. I don't date baseball. Like, we're just friends. <laughs> um, but then, like, a real question, like, could Ichiro have been the greatest of all time ever hit department if he would have started his career here or come over to the sooner? Because he played a lot in Japan, I believe. He, d- he did, yes. Uh, and if you add up his Japan hits with his MLB hits, he does have the hit record. Right. That's the argument that like a lot of people make is that because he played professionally in Japan and then when he came over to America, you know, those hit totals add up. Um, that's hard for That's hard because looking at it from this perspective, I feel like Japan kind of helped him get comfortable with Ooh, who I he can, was. Yeah, I can agree with, with that. With who he was cool. as a baseball player. And then when he came over to America, it was like, I know what works for me. Let me try it here and see what I could do. And then it worked. Because, I mean, he got 3,000... He, he has 3,000 hits in Major League Baseball. Yep. And that was when he came over at a very much older age compared to a lot of other people who start in baseball. Um I don't think he would have done it because I feel like when, especially in baseball, when you're drafted and you go through a minor league system to get your body like ready, there's so much tinkering and stuff that goes on with your swing and all this crazy shit that you have to figure out in order to produce that it, it could be a very real possibility that Ichiro kind of would have gotten lost in the shuffle almost, I, I would want to say. And, it, and, that's, and that's tough. Especially being an international player, you could say that, you know, a, a hitting coach over in single A would have looked at him, saw even saw the drag bun that we talked about, and then looked like, oh, let's fix this to make sure that he fits with the standards of Major League Baseball. But I I, I personally think that if Japan didn't happen, Ichiro would not be as good of a player yeah, as he is right argument, now. that's a argument, because, like... It's a tough thing to think about because, yeah, whoa, no. Oh, wow. Okay, across the screen, we'll get to this later. David Fisdale, one of my favorite coaches, is the Knicks head coach. We'll Love get, that. We'll get into that in a second. Love it. Let me read you Ichiro's things real quick that we posted on Thoughts on the Bench Instagram. I I wrote this, and instantly I said first ballot Hall of Fame candidate. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Easily. Ichiro, 
10-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. 10-time Golden Glove winner. That alone is worth a... 2001 AL MVP and Rookie of the Year. Yep, that deserves it immediately. Two-time AL batting champ. To get... Okay, to put that in perspective, that would be like Donovan Mitchell winning Rookie of the Year and MVP this year. Like that, and I get it. Like, So let me... Okay, screw it. That'd be like Ricky Rubio when he came over winning Rookie of the Year and MVP because he came over... From an established and like, right. team system. Right. The only knock on that rookie of the year thing was that he mm-hmm. was probably significantly older than a lot of rookies. But still, you won MVP in your first year. Yep. That's impressive alone. To get So you're not just like learning a system. And rookie of the year, is, I love that award because it's like, hey, this guy played the best out of everyone that just joined the league. Right. And it we, doesn't mean he's the best player. He right. played the best. And I mean, we even remember if you watched game one of Sixers and Celtics, you even saw that like the Celtics were heckling Simmons for saying not a rookie. Ooh, I have an idea. What? So, because Greg and I are holding two new beers, and because the movie quote thing, um, I feel like I enjoy that with guests, but with you and I, it gets to the point where we're just sitting here thinking about movies. Yeah, plus... Every time... Oh, go ahead. Plus, we had six weeks where I wasn't drinking, so it kind of yeah, like, ruined dude, that, it. Yeah, that ruined me over. Sorry. So, from now on, every time that we're doing two beers deep, just the two of us, um, crack a beer. Okay. Give me three stats about a guy, and I got to try and guess the player professional. <laughs> Oh fuck! Is there, I mean, like, make it general. Don't make it freaking insane. Okay. Like something. All right. Here, I'll go. I'll go. Ready? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Was a member of Fly Slam Fly Slamajama. Okay. Played for the Rockets. Akeem Olajuwon. See, I only needed two. Very simple game. <laughs> Okay, so like uh, you're saying, give three stats, and then you have to guess the right person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's easy. That's like, easy enough. Because like the movie okay. quote thing is like, to the point where when we have guests, I love it. And I'm sure people love to be like, oh, it's that movie. But at the same time, guys, we don't do production meeting as of right now. Like, we literally just get into it. It's very hard to be here and think of movies. Because I literally have been looking at my movie thing. Mm-hmm. And be like, he won't know that movie. He won't know that movie. He won't know, he won't now, know that question. movie. Now, here's a question. Does it have to be like, like, Stats or can it just be like no, general general? general yeah. Okay, oh, perfect. God, yeah. Then. I got this. Drafted by the New York Yankees. Derek Jeter. No. Okay. <laughs> Played college football at Stanford. Uh, give me a third one. Can you think of a third one? Drafted by the Baltimore Colts at number one overall. Okay, that yeah, John Elway. All right, yeah, the Colts thing got me good because yeah, I I was thinking of um, I was see, see, I because because like the reason right, the reason I went for is because like that that Elway to Marino is is a doc that me and you love, so like that they talk about that a lot. Um, wow, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, so another guy that retired today that a lot of people wouldn't know, uh, well, I, I guess he technically retired today, even though we, I think he retired. We called it out ago. last week. We called it out last week, but it, he played some bullshit yeah, with us. He said he might be doing it, but Jason Witten is gone. And it's kind of funny because after the Des Bryant thing, three days before the draft, Jason goes, Hey, uh, Cowboys, I'm just not coming back. Hmm. You know what's funny? I remember seeing a, a tweet, I think it was from Adam Schefter, who said that um, Witten got another offer that was very intriguing to decide before he went to Monday Night Football. Do I'm you wondering... mean from an NFL team or from another broadcast? I don't know, because that, that they were very vague about that. My I mean, guess would be Fox, because Fox... Fox just got the rights to do um, Thursday Night Football. 
Well, I wasn't going to say that. I, I just think that Fox wants to buy everybody that knows anything about sports to compete with ESPN. Oh, absolutely. And they do a decent job. Yeah. But I, which, which, by the way, I, I got to say, I haven't um, I haven't purchased this yet, but I'm probably going to make a serious investment in ESPN Plus soon. Oh, it's awesome. It's I've, awesome. I've I really heard, enjoy it. I've I heard, really, very, really I've heard enjoy very, very good things about it, and this is definitely something that's been huge for ESPN when they decided to do this. Yeah, and my big thing that I, the reason that I really love ESPN is because um that's where the players go that I like. Like if if I like it, like I we're watching right now Chauncey Billups, Paul Pierce, Jalen Rose. Oh, that's this is I, the best. This is the best NBA draft coverage you. I mean, not draft. Sorry, NBA playoff yeah, coverage yeah. you have. And I and love Be- Jaylen, dude. and I love Michelle Beadle too. Yeah, Beadle's awesome. She's on yeah. here, and uh, it was really funny. Kaylee, uh, we were sitting here, and I watch. I watched Mike and Mike. Every morning and listen to them every mm-hmm. morning that I can remember in the past probably three years. Yeah. Now I watch Get Up. Get Up, and I've told Greg this in the past. Get Up is a new show with Mike Greenberg, Michelle Beadle, and Jalen Rose, and they have a couple guests on. And I've been telling Greg like I really enjoy the show because that combo just sounds amazing. Yeah, but the problem. So ESPN, like the big problem I've ever had with it is that they try to think that they're this cool popular thing, and it's like really, guys, you are a sports network, and that's fine. But they tried to do a talk show. And like social media shout outs and it was fine, but it's just like you're ESPN itself is driven by people, I would say, that are that grew up when ESPN had Dan Patrick. Like, right. So they don't care about that stuff. Like to add something like ESPN plus is good for our generation as right. well as this whole get up because I was showing it with Kaylee and funny enough, she said, Oh my god, why is Kate Hudson on there? Ah. Because oh, I didn't, I I never even realized that, dude. Beetle looks just like her. It is scary. Yeah, sometimes. it is kind of scary. She had her hair up, and like, I laughed so hard. But this show is like the perfect combination of talk show ESPN. Right. Like when I go to ESPN, I want to see um, Kevin Agondi talk about sports. Like I love him, and I yeah. I want to see him talk about sports. When you introduce something new like Get Up, I'm like, oh. Oh, it's a sports talk show. Yeah, cool. Right, Bring it, it along. Right, it I don't you want in. my things to change. I want new things. I think the first time they tried the sports talk concept was cold pizza. Yes, the, yes, yes. Cold, cold pizza was a cold pizza was ahead of its time. I loved cold pizza. I did too. I thought it was really good. And then they tried to Who like was, sec- was it Max Kellerman? No, no, no. It was um, guy transitioned to be a sports to be a sports anchor. It was like Jay Jay something. I can't remember. But Sorry, I know I'm typing if anyone hears it's okay. Click, the the two main anchors I remember was was uh, Jay something and then a woman who is now a sideline reporter on CBS Sports, which isn't saying a lot. But I thought it was ahead of its time. But the only thing that sucks is you know what Cold Pizza did it introduced the world Jay Crawford and Kit Hoover. Thank you. Yeah. You know what the only thing that sucks about Cold Pizza it introduced the world to Skip Bayless. <laughs> that is the they, so so thank you cold pizza you yeah. introduced the world to skip bayless I do remember his ugly mug you, you introduced the world to skip bayless because of first and ten he did with woody page woody page i love him to death but i only like woody page on for on um around the horn uh, around the horn yeah. I, i'm fine with that too i remember the rivalry with him and jay mariotti i loved that growing I like up. Jay loved it yeah. and then mary and then mariotti decided to do some illegal stuff and what we found the show jim rome Oh, uh, Jim Rome is burning. <laughs> Dude, such a douche. Oh, I hate Jim Rome. <laughs> hate he just, him. Like, he was the guy that put a bunch of headlines out on draft day to try and get clicks, but it, it wasn't clicks back then. It was just like, yeah. here's what I think. You know what I think? Mm-hmm. That game Rodgers ain't that good. He's not that good. You know why he's not that good? He hasn't got good receivers. Yeah. He doesn't make him better. I will give him that. Stop. At least it was a good opinion idea, but no, just Jim Rome's terrible. Well, so Honestly, you know what the, who the new Jim Rome is, and I love him? Who? Will Kane. 
Really? Yeah. Wokane's takes are so against society that I kind of agree with him to the point where it's like he's not battling me as a human. He's battling this idea. It's a greater idea. And he has the ability. So imagine being in an argument, Greg, with with a girl at a bar where it's not like anything bad, but it's like about something. Um, like Wolcane will talk about. All right. Neil, it, it, Neil legit, it legit has to be a girl at a bar. Just yeah, like it could be foe. Okay, that's all. Oh, that makes it better then. But okay, my point is, like, so say you're in a, a literal debate with someone who can actually have a conversation about kneeling for the flag. Now, uh, without getting to your political views or whatever it is, let's just say I'm right, not going to talk no, about it. No, I don't want, ahead. and I don't want you to. No. What I'm saying is, hypothetically, let's say right now that you were for kneeling the flag. Okay. Will Kane is one of like very small number of humans on the planet. That can explain to you why he disagrees with you without you making like without you getting defensive. Right. Like it's a very hard trait. And honestly, guys, like anyone listening to this, if you have ever had a conversation with someone you disagree with, think how quickly one of you is to get angry. Like, oh no, absolutely. How quickly? And Will does such a good job of like he'd be like, no, here's why you shouldn't. Blah 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 blah. And if you think you should, that's your opinion. But right. what you shouldn't do is think of. And he goes back and he says, this might be why you're thinking that way. Here's why you're wrong too, and it's just it's it's an actual discussion that I really it's it's refreshing. Okay, no, I can appreciate that, and I think the one problem is that when I get into arguments, I tend to first off I want to understand the other person's viewpoint, but then when I listen to their viewpoint, and I'm just like, and I'm trying to withhold as much as I can to disagree with them, it's hard. Well, and everyone says, man, why can't we just have discussions? Why can't we just talk? Because if I have a view and you say it's wrong, I don't think about why it's wrong. I think, wow, he just told me that I'm wrong. Like, you know what I mean? It's so personal. And Will, mm-hmm. Will, like, honestly, if anybody, like, likes sports, just, and even if you hate him, just listen to how he says things. Because that dude used to be a lawyer. And he's mm-hmm. very good at, like, explaining everything flat out on a table. Like, a, mm-hmm. like if you had a book. And you ripped out all the pages and lined them up on a table. That's how Will Kane discusses things. It's right. really good. So he takes the time to like explain each specific yes, reasoning for it. Yes, extremely well. I like that. Extremely I can, well, I man. can definitely appreciate that. All right, so let's get into uh, a little NBA talk. We've been kind of neglective. Um, let's we talk have about the been, first round. Um, so- you came up with a team that you thought was going to be better next year than they were this year, and they surprised this year, which was the Timberwolves. It was. Um, talk. I mean, go ahead and do it. Well, first off, the one thing that is kind of going to bite them in the butt, I feel like them giving Andrew Wiggins that max contract is really going to hurt them moving forward. I I, I think like they it. they need to get rid of Andrew Wiggins. What? Yes. How? He does not fit anymore. I mean, he just, he's not a good scorer, but he's at least that's a perimeter the, defender with an athletic ability. But that's the problem, though. Andrew Wiggins is not the type of person that wants to be a perimeter defender and be defined by that in the NBA. He Either was drafted- Jimmy Butler or Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Mm, I think his mindset isn't in the same place, though. Because I even remember right before the playoffs started, he even said something about how disgruntled he was with the way he was being played because he wasn't a go-to guy on that team. I think Andrew Wiggins, being the number one overall pick, going to Kansas and being like a highly sought-after recruit and everyone thinking he was going to be like the, the next, next. The next, right. He has that mindset of realizing, okay, I was considered the next. Why am I not at that level yet? But and realistically, it, aside from him on that team and Carl Anthony Towns, what's your big draw? Because Crawford tried to step away and the team's offering him more money now. Crawford's gone. Yeah. Um, 
I love is okay. Dunn, like they have Dunn. I uh, d- no, they don't have Dunn anymore. Dunn no, got traded. Dunn got um, traded to the Bulls. They they have a um, they have. Hold on, you you talk. I'll I'll think of who it is. Well, first off, me and you have had this conversation before about how if you want to start a franchise from day one, one A and one B are Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, and first off, we're talking about first round exits, so I'm not going to bring up the Pelicans right now, but. Yep. Of all the teams that got dumped in the first round, no matter how much you love Dame Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns is the best player of all the teams that got released. So you already have that right there with you. Jimmy Butler looks looked rejuvenated oh, in Minnesota. Jimmy Butler there. He, yeah, that's right. He I looked, forgot they had Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Butler looked like a man on a mission this year. And I love and him playing with Thibodeau again definitely helped because he was familiar with him. And Thibodeau's the one that helped develop him too. Yep. But, Butler was a second round pick, and Thibodeau was with him all those years that he got better and better. And better well, I in think Chicago. you can, you can, and and honestly, the greatest example of it right now, you can teach offense. You can't teach defense in the sense that Terry Rozier is tearing up the NBA for the Celtics because Kyrie Irving's out. They, Danny Ainge, couldn't say anything past the fact that he thought Rozier was fast. Right. And athletic. And he can get to the perimeter and defend. Right. They only talked about his defense. Paul George only got talked about his defense. Jimmy Butler only his defense coming out of college. Mm. You can teach someone to shoot. You can't teach them to want to defend. Right. So I, I, I that's why I love Jimmy Butler, man. He I, I just think he's he's good. I, it's plain and simple. I agree, but but looking but getting back to the Andrew Wiggins thing, yeah. Wiggins they gave him a max contract. Which which granted, anyone would have given Andrew Wiggins a max contract in this case. But I, I think his mindset, though, the idea that he was considered the next and he hasn't taken that next step, I think it's the idea of saying that I should be the face of a franchise. I'm not. What should I do? And if I'm the T-Wolves, I look at that and I'm like, okay, we're paying this guy max amount of contract. How much are we really getting from him to warrant a max contract? We already have two franchises. Yeah, you're, you're basically still paying potential right at this point right you have two franchise players right now in carl anthony towns and jimmy butler am i wrong on that i mean i, I would say andrew wiggins in my defense is a franchise player but that like mm-hmm. he technically hasn't really proven it but he, i think i think they have three quote-unquote franchise guys i and think, i think jimmy butler took a step back going there but it's it is a cur. It, it turned out to be a parallel step not a step back okay so i'm willing to say that if I, I would not be surprised if the T-Wolves look really hard at potentially moving Andrew Wiggins sometime this year. I would not be surprised. Sometimes yeah. in the offseason, and then I mean, trying shit, to— move him back to Cleveland after LeBron leaves. Yeah, get get some <laughs> get get some role players on that team, because I think Thibodeau can do wonders for that team, especially on especially with defensive capabilities. All right. Yes, so I, 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 I like—I think the T-Wolves will take a much better step next year if— they take if they get rid of Andrew Wiggins and they reinvest that money somewhere else. No, I agree. I, I personally, my first round team to watch. Oof. I, I honestly, the the team that I want to watch, not in a sense because I think they'll be good next year, but because I want to see what happens. Trailblazers. I don't think anything good could come from and, and I. So it's a tough decision for me to try. Well, not a tough decision. Tough to me to core this in my head the nba is very close to a point where big free agents are no longer going to go out and seek championships they are going to want to seek uh championships for who drafted them because the max contract can be there right 
so you can win more money and win championships. Look at Anthony Davis. Look at um, right now, I think, and it's very early, but Donovan Mitchell is going to stay. Right. Um, ben Simmons is going to stay where he is. Lonzo right. Ball, if they work it out, and Kuzma are going to stay where they are. Like, Philly's got Philly's got a core though that they can like work. Well, yes, but they drafted that core. I'm saying like yeah. those players feel a certain way about being drafted. Um, the Warriors, their whole team except for Durant was drafted, and that's what they want to do. I personally think Dame has to leave. They have gotten him no help. And, and and in their defense, nobody wants to go to Portland. No, like and that's okay. But Dame, Dame, oof, man, he needs to get out of there. The other big problem with that is that the Blazers haven't really been like a lot of these teams where they picked high enough to get. Yeah, you know, elite they're talent. always so meh. Yeah, like and that's the big problem is like, so do you tank the Mavericks? Do you tank when you have a decent ish team with Barnes, Dennis Smith Jr., Dirk? They tanked because they're like that's the only way to, you you cannot live as a nine seed in the NBA. No, you can't. You, I mean, because first off, you're in that you're in that weird abyss where you're not good enough to get a playoff spot, but you're also not good enough to get the elite talent that you need to take that next step. And another team that and they're out of it too, so it's okay to talk about them. That really worries me, the Bucks. Really, Reason, there's two reasons. One, no free agent is going to Milwaukee, no matter how good the Greek freak is. Okay. Two, my biggest issue with them is that they really like their core, and their core is not good enough. They have the reigning rookie of the year in Brogdon. Is, I think it's Brogdon. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have the reigning Roy. They have Jabari Parker, who got hurt his first year, but I think it'd be really good. They got Jabari Parker's been hurt twice in, I think, the three or four seasons he's been in the NBA. So Dude, he's taken so many steps back, but yet if you give him the right opportunity, he could really be a go-to player. No, I loved him at Duke, and I thought he was going to be the best player in that draft. I loved him at Duke, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, the big issue, though, dude, is like they, they like that core, and, and Thon Maker made moves, and Greek Freak is great, and he needs to get a jump shot, but he's great, and it's just like, I don't know, dude. You like that core because you can't get free agents, and that's fine because you have a decent core. They are going to forever live in the 7th through ninth seed. Forever. Right. Even if Giannis becomes so good... He just, they're not going to win a championship. And it, that's fine for some franchises, but damn it, I want the Greek freaks. But here's else. the thing about Giannis, though. If you remember, Giannis wasn't like a highly sought after recruit when they got him. He They drafted him at like 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. So the Bucks are literally an example of a team that takes a chance on potential and then builds it up to get well, what you Thon got. Well, Thon Maker was a great example, too. Like, yeah, Thon was weird yeah. when they drafted him, too, because he was, like, the 10th overall pick. There was questions about his age. Well, he's I either remember. 18 or 81. I can't We exactly. can't remember. It was can't exa- It was 18 or 81. It, it's something exactly. like that, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's – but, no, I get it. And I think the Bucks are good at that right now, that they can see the potential and then – kind of mold it to what they want so if that's what their strategy is i could see it working for them but you are right no one's going to want to come to milwaukee just because of that yeah and i and i do actually agree with you that the nba is going to be going into that transition period now where teams that drafted their players those players are going to want to stay which is kind of what which is what the cba was built for the whole thing was this was in response to when lebron and bosh went to miami oh yeah it was that you know if teams keep their core players and their star players, you easily get more fan, you know, drive for more fans, more experience because you I have mean, that core the set Warriors, right there. Yeah. The, the Spurs. Yeah. Um, even the Lakers, except obviously, yes, Shaq. 
came in and that was a big part. But even after he left, like it was about drafting. I mean, um, you just get those teams, man. Like you thought Jazz back was Stockton and Malone. Like I don't know. I I could I I'm very happy for an NBA where every team has their guys and it's an equal battle and it's not like hey let's all go here and then we'll win a champion. Like no, I love that. It's not a knock against LeBron and everyone knows I hate LeBron, but dude, he does. there is such an asterisk next to Miami in my head because damn it. Like yeah. the team, they should have gotten him someone in Cleveland, and I get that. But at the end of the day, like I just really want people. And there's an asterisk next to Durant's championship. There is. There shouldn't be though. Well, there, there shouldn't be because that entire core was built with. But Durant Curry and Thompson. Went. Now there's not an asterisk next to that whole championship because Curry, Curry Thompson, Draymond, Andre. The, they won it without Livingston. They won it without Durant. My point is, Curry has won. What is that? Two. Mm-hmm. Curry's won two. Yeah. Durant, for me, it's not that he didn't win one. It's just like, you really, you know what, join the Warriors? Like, yeah. Like, I just, I hate that, like, and if you leave and you find a good fit and a max, like, if your team's not offering you max and they're not bringing in players and you leave and find a max and a good fit, that is the 100% player's choice. LeBron going to Miami, 100% and in his rights, and it's, I'm not knocking him for doing it. Right. I wish Cleveland would have done better. I wish that team would have done better because right. it's not like up to like LeBron is literally and he always will be chasing ghosts. And I I don't think honestly the whole conversation is it LeBron is is it Jordan I think it's disrespectful. I think it's disrespectful to Bill Russell and disrespectful to Kareem. Um but and I don't know. I think Jordan's the best all time. But my whole point is like LeBron can't play Kareem one-on-one and prove who's better, you know what I mean? So then he needs rings. In a weird way, though, LeBron's kind of like Kareem in a sense because Kareem went to L.A. and won his rings. No, Yeah, agreed. I I don't know if Kareem was better than Luol Cinder, but Kareem won rings. You know what I mean? Like, and for anybody listening, those are the same people. But Luol Cinder played for the Bucks. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went to the Lakers. The whole point was he switched (laughs) his name. But, like, honestly, like... Luol Center might have been better than Kareem, but Kareem got to play with Magic, James Worthy. Like you know what I mean? Like it's 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 uh, I don't know. Let's 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 transition. Let's let's talk about um. There's oh um. I want to get into Champions League. Okay, I'm sorry. Liverpool, Ronaldo. What do you want to say before we switch over to? Champions? I'm sorry. I have to like clock myself after that. that yeah, no, great. no, please. Do. I've been on like this is like my sixth rant today. Yeah, damn. Um, this is like weeks of sports buildup that Greg wanted to talk about the draft. And don't get me wrong, so did I. But like in but the back like, of my head, I'm like, what about this? What about this? We, yeah, we have this? a lot to what discuss, and we just what go off this? tangents. I love this? it. What about um, this? <laughs> okay, so first off, bravo to Jurgen Klopp. I'm sorry. Bravo to Jurgen Klopp. You even said it yourself. You wanted Man United to get him when uh, Ferguson oh, decided yeah, to leave. When, yeah. So Ferguson tried to get him, and Klopp... For, okay, Jurgen Klopp, people that don't know soccer... Manage Bridgio Dortmund, amazing, people's person, players coach. When Fergie was gonna retire, he reached out to Klopp. Man, you reached out to Klopp. Klopp was not ready to leave Dortmund. He was the fir- he was his first choice, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um no matter later, what no matter what the chosen one likes to say. I so. hate Moyes. I hate <laughs> uh, Luis. I, I just can't stand him. Um the whole point though was for me, oh wow, JR just shot up a three and yeah. We have playoffs no, on right now, guys. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Raptors, Cavs, 0-0. Zero, zero. It's a shutout right now in the first. Um, no, I wanted Klopp at Man U because I knew what he could do for the players. 
Now, I like Mourinho because of the system he runs. It's very boring, very disgusting to watch, counterattack soccer. But Rashford and Martial and Lukaku are perfect for the system. I also love how um, Mourinho runs his entire organization. Yeah, because he, he left Chelsea in a very good spot with the number of guys that he had. I couldn't had believe out that they just turned on him that quick because they, they had won it. Like it was so weird for me. Anyways, I think long... I think it was his personality that probably like oh, rubbed... he's a prick. Oh, absolutely, he's a prick. He, he is an absolute prick, but he's a genius. Yep. Yeah. Um. But the the big thing I like Klopp just because he he's some guy like you'd run through a wall for Klopp. Now he has Liverpool. Liverpool had a extremely good season. Salah is going to make a lot of money. Oh, God. there was an eighty million dollar offer from Real Madrid that Liverpool turned down. Do you think they take um, it? No, they turned it down. They no, no, I mean, like, I mean, like moving forward, or you think they're going to like wait until they get like three, like nine figures for him? If they go up somewhere around a hundred mil, I think they take it. Uh-huh. But I also feel like this is more this is more aligned with the Jamie Vardy season than it is a regular thing for Salah. Yeah. Because Salah has been with Chelsea and Salah has been with Roma and Salah's run the gambit of teams and he just is that guy that found the right time and the mm-hmm. right system to get hot. Oh no, especially he was in the right situation too, especially after they yep. sold Coutinho. Exactly. Yeah. No, that was like perfect. That was like a perfect And Mane being a little bit hurt. It just don't get me wrong. Salah played insane, right? But when you're a good player, I mean, it's the same thing in my mind as fantasy football. Um, opportunity plus ability equals production, right? That's it. And and Salah did everything he could to do what he can do, and he has been lights out, second or third best player in the BPL this season in my mind, behind Kane and De Bruyne, which is saying a lot because he came on really late yes. in the season too. Um, but he will go and and honestly. I don't see a single way in my mind that they even come close to a Champions League victory against Madrid. No way. I, I just, dude, for anybody out there that doesn't understand how good Madrid is as a team, they are the single greatest team doing something I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, Barcelona won the Liga. Barcelona and Madrid are equals. Barcelona has all the name recognition. You know, they have Messi, they have Suarez, they have... Um... Uh, they have Neymar. They have. Um, don't they have Iniesta? Uh, he is done now. Okay, my this bad. This was his last year. Yeah, yeah, he retired. I remember that. But yeah, they have all the name recognition. But in terms of ability, Madrid's up there, man. Like, Madrid is no joke. And <laughs> as great of a story as it is for Liverpool to get this far, I still can't believe they got this far, by the way. Because first off, they still. they. In in that game against Roma, Roma still like beat them silly. The only reason yep. that they got this far was because of aggregate. So yep. seven six on aggregate. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's just you know, and I I think he's up for manager of ever all times. Dawn has been. Uh-huh. I mean, straight Champions League finals. Like, yeah, they <sighs> Madrid like does not joke around now like Zidane basically kind of just like put his stamp on the team yep. and was like you are gonna stay in order like that's that's essentially what he did yep and it's funny because like I just I don't know I like seeing how their team formed so Tony Kroos wasn't in a ton of playing time at Bayern but everyone knew how good he was he got sent down there Modric and Bale were killing it at Tottenham got you know taken over by them right um, well I mean like Tottenham did the right thing to sell oh Bale, 100 percent one because they made Tottenham good, uh-huh. they sold, got the players they need. One hundred percent the right move. Modric right now, like I, I wrote an article about um, the World Cup on DutchInTheBench.com. Shout out, <laughs> who to who to like? 
it was um group stages that the average soccer fan should watch. I don't know, and you know what? The French team is very exciting. The Spanish team is always exciting. Brazil, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Not sure there's going to be a more precise midfield in the World Cup than Croatia with Ivan Rakovic and Luka Modric. Wow! Like I, I get it. Like yeah, Germany's going to be amazing. Oh, Germany! All these teams are going to be amazing. But the fact that Luka Modric, who is arguably Madrid's best midfielder, mm-hmm. and Ivan Rakitic, who has become one of Barcelona's best midfielders, are going to be together on the same team, like that alone gets them out of the group stage in my mind. Yeah. With Griezmann as your uh, as your ta- as your attacker right there, Oof. Griezmann's French. Who am I thinking of? Mario. Uh... Um, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah, please look but it up. I'm talk like... about the final a little bit while I do some research. <laughs> I first off, um, I'm gonna say this right now. It is a fucking miracle that Liverpool got this far because watching, I saw highlights of that Roma game. They got crushed. They got demolished. They got demolished in that game. They really should not have advanced. It was a miracle, and um, our disgruntled ex-employee will argue with us till the very end about oh, this. But yeah, dude, he's a Liverpool fan because he yeah. sucks. Yeah, he's, he's a, not Liverpool. a Liverpool fan because he likes Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Our disgruntled employee will. Suck it yeah, fuck it. So, I, I have, <laughs> for the record. Greg likes Southampton. I like Manchester United. Very just fair. so it's out there. Just I'm so also, everyone knows if you don't know. Yeah, I'm disgruntled because Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even. Uh, uh Manzukic. Thank you. Yes. Fuck Manzukic. They also have even uh, Persic, who plays for Inter Milan, who Man U tried to get, mm-hmm. and they also. Uh, I know they have another big name. Oh, uh, Kovacic from Real Madrid. Mateo Kovacic. Oh shit. Okay. So they have. I think they're one of the low key teams that could do a ton. They also got Verdin Kaluka, mm-hmm. who played in the BPL for a while for uh, Tottenham. Oh, okay. Tottenham, yeah. Um, This is going to be so tough for me, because first off, we are going to be watching the game at Piper's. Um, I'm excited. I haven't been to Piper's at all this year, so shout out to that. But no, I'm, I'm a, wearing I'm a, my Man U jersey. You're wearing your Man U jersey yeah. in protest? I might actually wear my Ronaldo Madrid jersey. Please do. Please, please do. I'm sorry, you have to. I have to lose some weight before. That's a large. You got it. I I believe in <sighs> you, man. If you're gonna be sweat, if you're gonna be sweating in the middle of the night while sleeping, you got this. I just wear it around my neck. <laughs> but no, do you? In all honesty, what percentage do you give Liverpool of winning champions? Thirty. Thirty, and that's high. I feel. I say reason being that that Sala and Firmino and Mane, they have are the electric. They have the yeah. ability the, to catch. Liverpool doesn't have the defense, goalkeeper, midfield, anything like that to maintain. No, they they bought they bought Virgil Van Dyke for like eighty something uh, million, but he hasn't done shit for them. So. I love that your team literally just ships off their defenders for a lot of money in the mm-hmm. rebuilds. Like Luke Shaw, he's been butt. Yep, hurt. But but we know how to get rid of them. We know when to get rid of them. Yeah. Yep. So I I'm sorry, but yeah, I I see. I'll say 15 percent chance of Liverpool winning this because you you are right. Like that that front that. What they, do you think the aggregate is? Aggregate for those who don't know is no no. They I, play. I, I'm pretty sure Champions is only one. It is game. a final. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's one game. So aggregate again, just for anybody that doesn't know, is basically they played two games. And so if I if my team plays at Greg's home, so say I'm in England and Greg's in Germany. If my team goes to Germany and we lose to Greg's team two to one, mm-hmm. and then Greg comes to England and I beat him three nothing, mm-hmm. I win on aggregate because I scored four goals, he scored two. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's an add up of two games. Now the the thing is, if I go to Greg 
and I win 2-1. Yeah. And then Greg comes to England, and he wins 2 nothing. Or no, he wins one nothing. Yeah, I win because of away goals, right? Right. Yeah, because right. two goals. Yeah, away, so, go- away, away goals, goals are a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes, which I love, by the way. I, love I, that. I, it's perfect because mm. basically, like, you could get smacked three. Like, if you score three straight goals of me at home, no. and I get one away goal, that is a huge accomplishment. Right. Because then you can take it back home and decide, you know, how you want to do it. Right. And, and obviously, you're gonna win, but yeah. Where is the final for champions this year, anyway? Do you know? Mm. Let's look it up. Because I feel like it's Moscow again for some reason. I hate that. I remember a couple. They always spread it around around Europe. I forget about that. Let's see. Do 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 Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, so close. Ukraine, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Kev. K I E V. Yeah, I think it's Kiev. 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 Yeah. Cool. All right. Bravo. Ukraine's gonna get a big. Time soccer match that the world's gonna be watching. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Oh, that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I give. So yeah, I'm gonna say I give a 15 percent chance that Liverpool wins. I honestly, I think the only the that. only way Liverpool wins this is if like they catch their they catch their defense off guard and then Mane and Firmino somehow do something to get Salah like an open. That's look. the thing is they honestly Liverpool needs to just pack it in and let the three strikers stand up top. Mm-hmm. So, well, and also Liverpool's got to like make sure that no one does something stupid during BPL to get injured, which I could. That's very see. true. Honestly, I would just. Ba- you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go. We both got new beers, so go ahead, Greg. Oh, am I, oh, are we recording right now? Just kind of making sure right there. So you asked if we're recording. You want to check, and then you open your beer. Yes. <laughs> what are your stats? I wanted Ooh. a drink. Shut up. Okay. Drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. Lived in Italy for a number of years. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, is it Frank Kaminsky? It's Kobe. Thank you. Jeez, man. Well, yeah, it's like I don't know everything about Kobe ever done. Ever. Not a lot of people know about him living in Italy, so not my fault. Yeah, but I do. You do. That's the problem. You're such a creeper. He had to wait. He had to play soccer with the kids after school because they wouldn't leave because the basketballs were above the soccer net. So that's how he got so good at soccer. And thank you for that. All right, my beer. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Um, let's go with. Hey, we stopped doing these, so movie quotes won't be so hard. Um, all right. This is what happens when you're drinking, people. You Here forget shit. Um, played. Here, we'll go like this. It was the last thousand-yard rusher for the Detroit Lions. Reggie De- Bush. <laughs> Damn it. Boom! It's the only good running back they've ever had. Were you were you were you about to say dated Kim Kardashian? I was going to say second? dated a celebrity with no skills. <laughs> I should have led with that. Well, I mean, I don't know about no skills. I mean, she she dated. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're just super close to the mic. Was all I was saying. You're yeah. Okay. All right. So guys, we're gonna do a draft. My bad. Greg and I talked. It is. We talked a little bit, and basically, what we're gonna do is games of any kind, professional sports, Olympic sports, childhood games, 
in a location of our choosing. So for an example, because this is obviously something that takes like a decent amount of explaining, I'm going to go first, and I am going to take Hide and Go Seek in New York City. (laughs) I like that a lot, actually. I think that's hysterical. So Greg is up for two. Okay. Um, Take your time. All right. uh, Mine, did you ever play butt ball by chance? Yes. Butt ball at the Great Wall. That's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Um, it's a large wall. That's a large wall, yeah. There is no way anyone would be pegged at all. Nope. For the record. Um, okay, for my next one, I'm going to say... And I keep thinking of, like, the world's greatest landmarks or, like, the wonders of the world. Well, actually, well, actually, here's one that I think would be fun. Dodgeball on the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah, because zero gravity. I like that. I like that. Because, I mean, first off, there's no way you should be pegged if you are you're just fucking terrible longest game in the history of the world i mean it'd be funny i'm gonna do laser tag in the redwood forest (laughs) i like that i was trying to think because it's very similar to like my hide and go seek where you can you know dodge duck dip dive and dodge and uh dodgeball made me think uh, we'll go laser tag Do- so. dodgeball is fantastic um that's funny uh this one's gonna be tough i'm trying to think not take your time mm. it sucks i'm trying to think of something with a border for this one. Ooh. <laughs> can we do a hypothetical border just for yeah, this sure. case okay so the hypothetical border that our nut job president is trying to build Ping pong. How would that? So it's over the wall. Yes, it's over the wall. Okay. And you would. Have, <laughs> I don't know why, but like yeah, I no, just came up with that. Like that. Like the border is essentially the net. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. It's dumb. Um, it's dumb, and I'm probably gonna get heat for a bunch of political people, but I don't care. It's just nope. funny. <laughs> I'm gonna do the uh, rundown on the Golden Gate Bridge. Baseball rundown. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> That's pretty great. Because basically, if no one knows, for some reason, rundown is like between. So I would go between second and third, and I'm the runner. And there's a base player on second and a base player on third. And I start in the middle, and they have to try and tag me out. My job is to make them throw the ball back and forth to the point where like I get to one of the bags and I'm safe. So basically, you have one end of the bridge, and you would have a team of guys. So like, I, I don't know. Let's not get logistical, but... Golden Gate Bridge rundown. <laughs> you are up for your fourth pick. Uh, release. Oh, what a game at Alcatraz. Ooh, yeah. Add 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 a little like danger and some uh, mystique to it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's. Oh, I loved release. Mm-hmm. Let's do. So like now I'm I'm it's funny because I'm thinking about lo- I was thinking about locations for so long and then he took release and I'm yeah like, I'm like oh, what games so now we're kind of now we're like kind of screwed because we're thinking of like actual games we would pick so <laughs> it, it's kind of funny um let's damn I don't think we have any quicksand in America I mean it doesn't have to be America but no I mean you could go you go the fucking Tanzanian desert you know what? Why let's not? do this let's do this I want to play uh, Red Rover Red Rover in the Everglades Marsh. <laughs> I love that because you can't really run, but you also can't hold yourself up because you're just in mud. <laughs> Last pick, Greg. Wow. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think of this one. This one's gonna be tough. 
Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh God, I I don't know why this this just sounds creepy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play a horse in North Korea because of the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, and also and called? also because I know the dictator loves it, so I have to. <laughs> What's that movie called? It's literally called. It. I'm pretty. Is it called the the no, dictator? Yeah. No, 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 no. That that's Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, you're right. Um, um the the interview. The interview. The interview. Yeah, that's funny. So much crazy shit about that movie, and it was like average at best. Horse at North Korea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I picked hide and go seek and laser tag, but I haven't picked tag yet. So I'm gonna do. You know what? I'm gonna do. Um. Just to be punny, freeze tag at the North Pole. Ah, <laughs> that's good. Ah. So what if you're next to a polar bear, though? I mean, you're essentially screwed. Hey, you're frozen. So guys, uh, that that is all the time we have for today. Um, such a morbid so, way to end this, but such whatever. Such a great way to end it. <laughs> um, like we normally say, guys, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Um, let us know your thoughts. This one was pretty sports heavy, but we finished it nicely with a game of everything in the world at everywhere in the world. We did. <laughs> we're an international. We're international people. We gotta love it. Guys, make sure you check out, if you are interested in fantasy football, we do have a football podcast right now, TFTB Fantasy Football. It is up on iTunes. Uh, Episode 1 is there, as well as we will have rankings, updates, uh, personal one-on-one counseling for your fantasy football team. Um, That'll be through me, and then Greg and Dre will help me out with that. But basically, I'm open all season. Um, So you're essentially Dr. Deke now? Yes, uh yeah yeah 100 <laughs> um no but basically like guys if you have any like because i find in fantasy the best way to do anything is to bounce an idea off someone else that understands fantasy um so i'm offering those services to anybody out there that plays just let me know no big deal um all i ask for is that with your winnings when we win you buy a thoughts from the bed shirt i feel like that's pretty okay or you um, or you actually buy a six pack for us to record i mean that'd be nice too that would be nice. Yes, that sponsors. would be great. Very nice. Sponsors. Yes, sponsors. All right, sponsors. thank you guys for listening. Uh means a lot, and we will see you next week. Shout out to all of our thoughties. We love you. Oh, my God.